Good morning, good morning, y'all. Welcome back to another Come Out of the Wilderness Thursday Live Prayer. I'm so glad y'all are here. Good morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We have seen another day, right? That's just, let's just pause right there and just say, Father, we just thank you for allowing us to open our eyes and fill our lungs with air so that we can see another day. And we are so ready to hear what the Holy Spirit has to say about joy. We're in the month that we celebrate love. And so we've been talking about matters of the heart. Today we're talking about joy and we're going to dive into some word. We're going to have a little commentary and thank y'all again. If you're on the uh, Facebook streets or the YouTube streets, please help us by liking, sharing and telling your friends about us. Good morning, Tracy. And a quick reminder, February 22nd, we are launching um, this prayer line. Y'all need to put the phone number uh, in your phones as a save it as a favorite so that um, starting February 22nd at 1 p.m. and 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for 30 minutes. You can call in whether you're in the U.S. or you're in the U.K. You can call in and uh, and just chime into our prayers. So that's a phone line, y'all. So you don't need a Zoom link. You don't need anything, but you'll be able to put that phone number. So we'll keep reminding you uh, of that. Three praying sisters. You can go to graceandgritmedia.com. And that'll be, that you'll you'll be able to find the phone numbers, all the information there. I was in worship as always before I started, but y'all caught me off guard because <laughs> Holy Spirit and I were talking about some things. <laughs> okay, so welcome. All right, so I'm gonna get into it. This week we're talking about joy. Last week we, we talked about uh, forgiveness, and I really hope if you haven't seen that, go back and catch it. I really hope that that uh, that blessed you. So I'm gonna share my screen. We're gonna go into Acts 16, and then we're gonna. Um, have some some commentary and, and and just pray through this word. So Lord, we pray that you'll give us the spirit of wisdom and understanding so that we'll pick up what it is in this season that we need concerning joy. And y'all, and I'm saying this again, you know, I'm human, okay? And I'm saying this recognizing that it's kind of hard for a lot of people to find joy. Some people can find they're filled with joy right now because things are quote, working out for them, or they're finding success, or they're celebrating their wins and all that. Um, but finding joy, you know, and again, there's a spirit of joy, right? Um, but, you know, finding joy every day, I'm not seeking it, it's in me. <laughs> so I want to show you some of what the word says about a situation with Paul and Silas. And, and it says um, in Acts 16, 25 through 34, this is the ESV version for those who are listening. Uh, about midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. First of all, I've, I've blocked off, I've color blocked some things that I just want to call out that Paul and Silas were, uh, were, were, were prisoners, okay? They were in a bad situation. They were locked in in a place. They had walls around them. They were in a, a situation where they felt like they could they can't, they couldn't. There wasn't a, it wasn't a it wasn't a physical escape route. Okay, so some of y'all who are in these situations where you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm locked in. <laughs> and what what were Paul and Silas doing? They were praying, and their hearts were filled with joy. They were singing hymns. They were singing. So they must have been singing hymns so loud because it says. And the prisoners were listening to them. So now they got an audience listening. So it's contagious. Amen. And suddenly there was an earthquake so that the foundations of the prison 
was shaking. My God. So they're, they're very prayer and they're very singing and they're very joy. Uh, there was a there was a natural response to it. There was a shakeup, uh, amen. There was a shakeup that came as a result of their praying and singing hymns to the environment that they were in, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, amen. And immediately all the doors were open and everyone's bonds were unfastened. And even this, oh come on, come on, Lord. Even this, where we're talking about how they were in a situation again that that was untenable, right? A situation in prison, locked in. And their praise and worship caused not only the, the natural, their environment to shift and respond, it caused doors to open and everyone, so they were impacting, they were impacting and influencing everyone around them. Their bonds were unfastened. So this is why as a believer, it's so important, especially when you're in a situation where you're around other unbelievers. Listen, you, you're in a tough situation. You start praying. You start you, you start showing up with joy in your heart because people are listening and people are watching with you. And your environment shifts when you come into a situation with praise and joy. Amen. And doors open for you. Amen. And the bonds around the people around you even come, become unfastened. Okay. Amen. I said. So when the jailer woke and saw that the prison doors were open, he drew his sword. He was about to, you know, kill himself. Supposing that the prisoners had escaped, because that's the, here, here now are how the spiritual, uh, you know, interrupted the natural, right? It, 28 says, but Paul cried with a loud voice, do not harm yourself, for we're all here. <laughs> and the jailer called for light, so it was dark, and he rushed in, and trembling with fear, he fell before Paul and Silas, because you see here there was a spiritual response. And like I said, the environment had changed. And so the jailer, the man who was in charge, came he came in with fear and fell down. Then they brought then then he brought them out, right? So he brought them out. So he brought out Paul and Silas out of the physical prison they were in and said, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? Because he recognized the God in them. He recognized that this wasn't a, a situation where it was uh, Paul and Silas in control, okay? And then they said, believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, you and your household. They're now telling them the source. They're now telling them the source of their praise. They're now telling them the source of the power that, that this jailer had come in contact with. And they spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all who were in the house. They weren't saying, it, it's I did it. I am, I did this. No, they're witnessing back to all the people who were uh, taking a part of this incredible encounter. And he took them the same hour of the night and washed their wounds and he was baptized at once, he and all his family. This is a jailer. And 34 says, and he, then he brought them up to his house and set food before them. And he rejoiced along. So now the, jo now the joy is contagious with his entire household that he had believed in God. What I love so much about this, thank you, Holy Spirit, is the position of joy, the posture of joy and how, how Paul and Silas, though they were in untenable situations, they were in jail, they were in situations that, that most of us would cower with. What they're showing from a, from a teachings perspective, what we're showing, what we're learning here is how we're responding to the situation that we're in. And again, a lot of us are in situations that we feel like we're, it's out of control. Where is God? My, you know, it's my health. It's my, it's my finance, it's my job, it, it's, it's, you know, it's the business idea I thought I had, it's the people I work with, it's my community, it's my in-laws. I mean, we can go down the list, right? You feel like you're locked into a situation. And what we saw with Paul and Silas was their response to the situation that they were in. It wasn't, it wasn't, woe is me. 
It wasn't blaming my family. It wasn't my mama did it, okay? It wasn't something somebody said to me. They went straight into praise. Their heart posture was to go into prayer and worship. And when you start to do that, when you're in a situation, you can't help but get excited, okay? You can't help but you know feel that joy bubble up. I wanna share something with y'all, amen. I wanna share something with y'all that I was looking into this morning right before we started. And I was thinking about joy and and i was asking you know i was like lord how can they have joy right now because there's a lot of people who are really feeling some things right there's a lot going on right now uh and i was starting to uh look at uh the lady that does i really don't want to say her name but the woman that she's very well known and she she talks about sparking joy there are a lot of things that i really don't agree with i'm just gonna put it out there <laughs> because that uh that joy-centered philosophy can really mess you up okay but there are some things that I wanted to counter that uh, that is true that you can maybe apply to yourself. And then I'll give you three things on how you can have joy right now. All right. Uh, so so the joy centered philosophy that's based on your feelings and your emotions. Right. Based on trusting what God says about you and your situation. That's the first thing I want to counter. Right. If you go into a situation based on how you feel in the moment, and does this spark joy for you? Quite frankly, you're doing it based on your, your feelings and your emotion. Your perception changes when you've gone through some things. You see it differently. Right. So if you're doing if you're having joy based on the moment or the feelings, uh, you know, then it's temporary. If you have joy based on trusting what God says about you and your situation. How do I know what he says about me and my situation? Because I'm in the word, I'm praying, I have a relationship with the Lord. You know, I'm going back to the Holy Spirit and asking, here is the situation, <laughs> okay? And and I'm, I'm filled up with joy because I know I can trust him. I can't trust people, <laughs> but I can trust God, what he says about my situation, all right? So if you're, if you're in the word and, and you're reading about, you know, all things working. This is, listen, listen, this is experience. I'm telling you from experience. I'm not telling you stuff I just read. When the word says all things are working together for my good, I can stand and trust in that word because I have experience and I'm a witness to watching that. So my joy, my joy, my joy increases my faith. You know, my, my faith is, is a, a, you know, a thousand is on fire because I trust what God says because he's done these things. I've experienced it. Okay. Another point that 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 person says is, you know, we dis discard things and people is 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 discarding things and people based on the moment, right? And then you end up losing hope and things you can't see. If you just throw things away, if you discard opportunity because it doesn't look like what you thought it would, it didn't come to you in a pretty bow. You've been asking God to bless you, right? If you discard people based on, you know, this one isn't perfect and this one didn't make me feel good, right? You know, if you discard people based on the moment, you start to lose hope in things you can't see. How are you going to have hope in Christ, you know, who you can't see <laughs> when you start discarding people? That, that, losing losing hope impacts your joy so she says start with your reality and i say you start with who got you here she says write down your schedule as it is now and i say write down your blessings she says discover what you need in your day and what you can remove and i say present your needs to jesus stand back and watch him move in your life amen so how can i have joy right now my first thing is i'm a witness my experience becomes my testimony there is no way I can look back even as this morning, even this morning, my, my, I'm the witness. 
I can have joy in my heart. When I say joy, I mean the kind of joy that wells up into gladness, that fills me with hope, that drives my faith, right? That just because things, listen, I had a, I had a day yesterday where it was like, um, uh, good news, bad news, good news, bad news, stress, not stress. I mean, I had one of those up and down days, but when I laid my head to sleep, I was filled with joy because I was watching God move in my life. I was able to, as a witness, experience, and it became my testimony that the Lord had me. He protected me when I drove into an office. He protected me when I drove back home. He watched over my family. When I came home, the heat was on. I didn't have to wonder if I had electricity. I had joy because I'm a witness. I, my experiences became my testimony. You know, I'm so I'm filled with joy because I could have a conversation with my daughter. We could just chit chat about whatever was going on in our life. I have joy because I can, I'm smiling at my kitchen table because when I walk in my house is blessed. This environment is blessed. You know why it's blessed? Because like Paul and Silas, this house has been purified with praise and worship. So when you come into my environment, you can't help but get the overflow of joy. It's, the joy is in my heart. It's not based on the moment. It's not something that anyone can take from me. That joy still, no matter what it is, right? Like Paul and Silas, amen? That joy is in me, so it overflows through me. That joy comes from God. That joy comes from knowing what he says about me, amen? Amen. So the second second thing when I say, how can I have joy right now? It's his promises, y'all. We quote Jeremiah 29, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to what? Prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. This is why you got to know the word for yourself. But when I, when I, I can have joy because I'm believing, I'm leaning on his promise. So even when things don't look right, right now, I can say, Father, I thank you. I know you've got plans for me. I know your plan is to prosper me and not to harm me. I know that your the plans you have for me give me hope in the future. And that gives me joy. That gives me gladness. It interrupts my spirit when I'm feeling low. It interrupts the, the, my soul when my mind is raised and I'm trying to figure out, Lord, you know, how am I going to work through this situation? Look at all the arrows that are coming. You know, what's happening? I don't have, listen, I'm telling you, you know, you just, your perspective changes when you're, you're from a, a position of joy. When the spirit of joy comes in, you start declaring things that people think you're crazy, right? I start declaring things over my life. I start prophesying to myself about my life. Amen. I start reminding myself what God says. I start saying the most incredible things out loud. You can't tell me that God isn't going to protect me. You can't tell me that God isn't going to see me through. I'm never going to give up my faith and my hope. My joy is just blooming, right? I love him so much. I mean, you can't help but move into that level of faith and things around you because you start, because your very life becomes a witness and a testimony. Things start echo, echoing in your environment. Your environment has to change when you have a spirit of joy. People around you shift. They treat you differently because you carry that spirit of joy. You can't catch me in gossip. You can't catch me tearing people down. That ain't going to happen because I have a spirit of joy. I don't want what you have. I only want what I have. God bless you. I have a spirit of joy, right? Because as the word says, he plans to prosper me and not harm me, right? He's giving me hope in the future. And the last thing, I love this so much, is Psalm 30, verse 5. And it talks about joy coming in the morning. Joy, joy comes 
Joy comes. That means it's on its way, y'all. And so for those of us who are in a season right now where you need to be reminded, right, that joy, joy comes in the morning. This is how I saw it. This, this is so amazing. So joy is coming. So therefore, I'm preparing myself to receive that joy. Just like if you said, if Tracy said, I'm coming to your house, I'm, I'm going to prepare myself for Tracy's visit. So I'm preparing myself for joy to come into my situation. What does that mean? I'm preparing myself for, for blessings and good results and breakthrough. I'm preparing myself for the gladness and the, the word says the fullness of joy. I'm preparing my heart for the Holy Spirit to work through me, to, to have all things work together for my good. And if I'm preparing myself for joy, then I don't have time to be depressed. I don't have time to doubt God. I don't have time for fear. Amen. I'm preparing. Joy is coming. So I start saying, oh, God, I thank you that joy is coming in my finance. I thank you that joy is coming in my child. I thank you that joy is coming with my spouse. I thank you that joy is coming on the job. Joy is coming in this project. Joy is coming with this client. I thank you. Listen, I start praising and thank you. Thank you. that Give me the spirit of joy as I'm walking through this, un, this untenable situation. I thank you that everything that I touch, even that is going to cause, I want to cause joy in somebody else's life. Let me be a joy point. Let me be a joy carrier, <laughs> right? And you start, you start, you start bringing, I'm receiving the matters of the heart. Joy is coming, right? Joy is coming. And so because joy is coming, I have a different perspective on what to look forward to. I'm not looking forward to things not working out. I'm looking forward to celebration. Isn't that amazing? Joy comes in the morning. Joy comes in the morning. It is a heart posture. It is your response to your situation. It's how you, it's how, as you, again, Paul and Silas, as they were in that prison, as they were in that situation, what are you doing as you're in this situation right now? Huh? Praise and worship starts in the heart. That's why it's a matter of the heart. What's in your heart shows up in what you say. What's in your heart shows up in what you do is how you treat people around you. Amen. Ah, oh, I love it. I love it so much. Y'all, I hope this blessed y'all. This really blessed me. I'm going to bring up a, amen. Somebody from Facebook saying, yeah, experiences become a testimony. Thank you for that. And uh, Tracy's point, joy, the Lord is my strength. It brings me peace and joy when I know I'm walking in his will and in his way and pleasing him. And listen, I'm, I'm just, listen, I, amen. Listen, this is a, this is a daily, this is a daily thing. The reason that I, I can, I can sit here proudly and say, I have joy even in the, even in a crisis right? Even in a crisis, I can say I have joy. My faith isn't, it's not the joy. The situation isn't the battering ram that destroys my faith or my hope. But the reason that I have this level of confidence in Christ is because I'm a witness to what he's done in my life. He, he has blessed me too much. He's brought me through too much. And some of y'all have to just remember, just remember, go back to your closets or prayer closets and go back to your journals, your prayer journals, go back to, just go back to, go back to read some of the, the things that he already brought you through. And that will, even that will spark your joy. That will spark your joy. 
Amen. So, Father, we thank you so much, Lord God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your lessons. Thank you for teaching us through this, through the word with, with Paul and Silas and how they were seeking you out in praise and worship. And their praise and worship, Lord God, coming from a, a position, a heart posture of joy. The fullness of joy comes from you, Lord God. But Lord, we are so glad that we're able to tap into your fullness of joy through prayer and through worship. We thank you, Lord, for teaching us that our very prayer and worship in any situation causes our natural environment to change. It causes our natural environment to change, that people are watching us. People are looking to us as the light in this world, to how we respond to situation. And we're responding through praise and worship. It builds up our faith. It increases our hope in you. Lord God, I thank you that you are constantly reminding us that you are available and you are the source, that it's not us doing this ourselves, Lord God. It is fully believing and trusting what you say. What you said in Jeremiah 29, we bring that back to you, Lord, that you know the plans you have for every single one under the sound of my voice, whether they're watching live or the replay, whether it's today or years to come, that that word never changed, that you're today, yesterday, and tomorrow, that Jeremiah 20, 29 verse 11 says, you know, I know, I know through witness that you, I know that you have plans for me. Father, I thank you that you plan to prosper me. I thank you that Lord, that every, everything is working together for my good, right? Because you have chosen, you have selected, that you, you have your hand on me, that you put favor on me. I thank you, Lord God, for mercy, grace, favor, goodness, and all of these blessings on, on every single person on the sound of my voice. I pray, Lord, that they will seek you out that they'll seek you and not me. Lord God, I pray that I am just a vessel and that they'll seek you and not me. Demonstrate the power of the Holy Spirit in their lives and meet them in their needs, Lord God. I pray that what they needed to hear was said through your mouth. My mouth is yours. My ears are yours and my eyes are yours. So I pray, Lord God, that as a speaker on behalf of the kingdom that I've landed and I've said what you needed me to say. I close this prayer, blessing every single person and everyone who's standing in need of a job, everyone who's standing in need of financial help, Lord God, everyone who's asking for healing, everyone who's lifting up their children, everyone who's lifting up their spouses, their parents, Lord God, those who are in a deep-seated need of joy. I pray that you will give them just a fresh anointing, Lord God, fresh oil this morning. <laughs> you said you're already anointed. You just need fresh oil. Thank you, Jesus, for the, for the person that's listening on the audio podcast right now. You just needed to get a seed of joy. You need to plant that seed of joy in your heart. Amen. And that will blossom. It will bloom into something amazing. You don't need to be stressed out. You don't need to be worried about what the next step is. I'm just saying you need to pray God praise and praise it. Thank you that joy is on its way. It's coming and receive that it's coming into your life in every area that you touch. I pray that our joy overflows so that in our walk, Lord God, that we influence and impact the people around us with pure joy, that we are we are coming, Lord, and not the temporary joy, not the world's view of joy, not the joy, not the joy that's only available to some, but available to all. And I thank you, Lord, for your holy word this morning. Amen. Isn't that amazing, y'all? Isn't that amazing? Y'all, welcome into my worship, because I'm just having a whole worship over here by myself. Y'all just watch it. <laughs> God is so good, y'all. Please like the video. This helps us on the on the social media streets. Share this word with a friend, especially if you know people are going through some things. When we say, when we when we speak things, I'm speaking just from the word, and it's not just meant for us. And when I'm teaching you, I'm teaching me. 
What I'm giving you, he's giving me. And it's not just for us. So bless as many people as you can. Clip it, share it, and send them the word. Send people, send people to our prayer group if that's on your heart. Come out of the wilderness on Facebook streets. You're more than welcome to join us. God bless y'all. Have a blessed day ahead, and I will be back next week. Thank you.